up guys here with you with sc wonder kid episode 81 here with my guy Fredson. how are you i'm doing great i'm here it's my last day in portugal and uh of course it's raining as i get ready to leave but that's okay that is okay because you know 81 81 is a big number it is a big number but you want to know what number is smaller but bigger mm. that's how many points five that's how many points <laughs> Arsenal yes. has at the top of the Prem. Top of the league. By Christmas time, we're going to be seeing Arsenal that being the champions of the Christmas trophy, let's I say. I guess so. But the last five times that Arsenal was yeah. top of the league <laughs> in Christmas time, oh, no. they didn't win <laughs> the league, okay? That's Fox. So let's see if Arteta... Breaks the spell. Let's Breaks see. the spell. Let's see. But there there was a time that we were throwing these stats out about Liverpool as well. And, <laughs> and they did choke a couple exactly. times. But then they finally got it done. And listen, I don't know what it is about Thomas Frank. Mm -hmm. I don't know what it is about Brentford. Uh, but I'm sure it has something to do with Ivan Tony. Facts. Okay, because Facts. that man, either he felt personally aggrieved <laughs> that he was not selected for England and uh, man, did he show it! And those counters, those counters were pretty good. And they should have had another Fox. against against City. And it was a weird game. It was a weird game to watch for Manchester City. Fuck! And Reese James even posted after even Tony posted that picture of the yeah. two goals. Reese James said, "If I speak, I'm in big trouble." And we completely understand <laughs> Reese James with what he's mentioning because Tony should be, at least in my opinion. In this English national team squad. Yeah. Okay, so, well. and that phrase said a lot. But Arsenal, yeah. Odegaard is the top goal scorer. Yes. Gabriel Zouz is not scoring goals. Should we be worried? Not if they keep winning. Mm. Uh, not if, if Arteta still sees, you know, merit in what Gabriel Jesus gives. Yes. Ultimately, a striker that doesn't need to score. Uh, if everyone else is scoring, who the hell cares? True. Because true. he's going to need to pop up at some point this season. He's going to need to go back to scoring. Exactly. Uh, I'm trying to remember who's already got more goals than him this season. But, Odegaard, Darwin. Uh, Darwin. <laughs> so many. Uh, Darwin now, yeah. Darwin, Darwin with two more this weekend. So, yeah, there's, there's quite a big shout for it. But the thing is, is if you're getting the three points... Box. It honestly does not matter. And they'll tweak. He'll figure it out. He'll come back either, I don't know, revved up mm -hmm. from winning the World Cup or he'll come back pissed off and ready to hit the ground running because Brazil did not uh, win the World Cup. So I'm not worried if mm. Arteta's not worried. And it, it is, to be fair, the best start ever. Yeah. Best start ever for Arsenal in 135 years. And it's with Odegaard, Saliba, Ramsdale, two big, big key player. And it's beautiful to see. I, I, I got to say, you saying 135 years, <laughs> my brain can't process that, okay? I'm not even sure our nation, History. the United States, is that old. No, but listen, oh, you got <laughs> that, that, that tells you everything you need, need to know. Arsenal has 135-year-plus history. Mm -hmm. You know, any American club has a 25-year history. Maybe, if you're lucky, a 70-year back to the NASL and before that. But listen. Back to Arsenal, mm -hmm. because this is a big win. It was a big win. Um, Wolves is atrocious right now, mm -hmm. uh, and we, we can talk about that in, in a second, because they're going to have uh, Julian Lopetegui, 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 yeah, Lopetegui likely coming in, and unfortunately I'm not sure it's going to do anything, but I'm going to ask you a question Approval. about that in a second. But with Arsenal, it's an embarrassment of riches, mm. because with, when Granit Xhaka had to go off and Fabio Vieira came on, okay, Fabio you, you just look at it and you say – 
how how lucky is Portugal <laughs> to have all these midfield talents that Fabio Vieira, yes, he hasn't been playing as much as he'd probably like to for Arsenal. He will. But when he comes on, I'm pretty sure every Gunner fan out there sees his quality. Fox. And you saw it on display. You Fox. saw it on display. So it didn't take him long to do that. Manchester. And oh, by the way, those worried about Granit Xhaka, he is not injured. He is apparently sick. Mm -hmm. There were a couple guys apparently that got sick. So... Swiss fans, I'm pretty sure you're going to be okay with Shaka. Um, but yeah, and Arsenal. I, and I love how you're mentioning Fabio Vieira. And we yeah. have like Fabio Carvalho too at Liverpool. So Portugal, really, just in the Prem, Fabio Vieira, Fabio Carvalho, two growing talents, man. It's true. Unbelievable. It is. Unbelievable. It is. And I knew I mentioned Shaka. And not Wolves. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I knew I mentioned Shaka for a reason because he only became. The sixth ever, mm. let me see if I can get this right, the sixth ever Arsenal midfielder okay. to hit 200 Premier League appearances. So um, mm. what a, all I can say is what a ride, what a roller coaster it has been for Granit Xhaka at Ups Arsenal. How many times has he maybe not wanted to leave, but I'm sure there was always an inkling of a thought. Uh, and, and I'm sure fans wanted him out at some point too, but man, is he having himself a season – because he's nominated for Player of the Month. He's, you know, he's... Deserves that. It, it's, it's good to see. It's good to see. But I have to ask you, mm. you know, because Manchester City fans don't seem that, I don't know the right word, that bothered mm. by the fact that there's a fiver uh, in between them and Arsenal. Um, are they being too cocky? Are they being too... Uh, they trust their team a little too much? Because I'm looking at an Erling Holland. Mm. That has only scored one non-penalty goal in, like, the last four games. Like, what's up with that? And Alvarez, too, man. Julian Alvarez is scoring the goals that he needs to score to make a debate, a contention, at least. Needs more minutes. So, I think City, this is as um, one step backwards to go two steps forward type of season for Man sure. City, in my opinion. <gasps> yes, a lot of players. Gabriel Zuz, Aguero, okay, club legend. Like, there's a beginning of a new stage or a feeling at Man City and Haaland there. New defense. Yeah. Midfield's going to be new, too. I'm liking what I'm seeing. Yeah. I'm liking okay. what I'm so seeing. You and think I think they will win the league. Okay. Still. So I you, still think yeah, they I will believe, win the league. I was going to say, I believe it was one or two podcasts ago. You, you might have said Arsenal's treble. <laughs> I you said might have mentioned I treble. I still, I still believe okay. in the treble. Because Man City, I think, beats Arsenal, yeah. in my opinion. And... Yeah, then it's two points. Then it's a two-point difference still. So, yeah, I, I, I still believe. But I want to say, sure. I wouldn't be surprised, obviously, if Arsenal does win the league, okay? Unbelievable. One win, only one draw and one loss. Yeah. Until now. And Pep Guardiola is not surprised because he knew Arteta knows mad balls. So, big credit where credit's due to Arteta. I yeah, I'm just looking at it and seeing them beating the teams that they absolutely need to beat and that's big. And it's January to Breton. Yeah. I feel like if in January Arsenal mm -hmm. reinforce with another cover for Thomas Partey and they get another winger like Mudrik, mm. okay? They're definitely Definitely favorites to win the Prem. The fastest guy in the Champions League group stage. Woo! You see that? Mikhailo, Faster Mikhailo than Darwin. Mudrik. 
That's what it said. <laughs> I love it. That's what the stats said. Coming from the, I believe it was coming from UEFA Champions League, but who knows? Twitter is a wild, wild west type of situation. But Mudrik is insane. Elon Musk took over. Mudrik. But yeah, Mudrik is, uh, but it's going to cost a little more than the 30, I would imagine, that they were if trying it's to 60, get. No, I think his contract's running out. If it's 60 million, it's yeah. quite steep. 30, 40, I honestly would accept. And and seeing what happened to Kvishek Varetskilia, mm. people need to see that Ukraine, Georgia, like, all these countries have mad talents, okay? They play on ball phenomenally. So, Murdrik is another one. Next to Zinchenko, maybe. So, uh, how I, would it be good? No, but, you know, it was... You said something pretty interesting there. Mm -hmm. Because we were talking about this uh, with Manchester City. It, it felt like... These are big additions, right? Mm -hmm. There was no guarantee that Julian Alvarez would pan out, right? True. Erling Holland, uh, everybody's been worried about his injuries right we True. knew his goal scoring ability and then you get the support and what all and all that but when it comes down to it yeah it, it almost feels it's weird to label it a transition year mm -hmm. but that's kind of what it is because they're moving on from stalwarts they're moving on from players they've had there for years and years and years in order to set a longer runway True. uh for them to continue this uh premier league domination so okay i see it but i could also see a little room for mm. Arsenal oh. to to strike, but the next few years worry, uh, yeah, gonna I, be a little worried. I think that shows what you just said—the greatness of Pep Guardiola, mm -hmm. allowing doing a little little changes, little no big changes at Man yeah. City, and they still manage to have the same level. Klopp is having trouble with that yeah. at Liverpool, and yes, Liverpool's improving. Okay, Darwin scoring the goals. Finally, the money's justifying, okay? Not overpriced. Not overpriced and not a flop, Darwin Nunes. No. Averaging a goal in 88 minutes. 88 minutes in the prem, okay? I think that's better than Harry Kane right now. So that's insane. And he's just yeah. getting started, man. Uh, I mean, he made sure he made sure <laughs> Liverpool put away Southampton pretty, uh, yes. pretty handily. Um, I think this might be the year Southampton goes down. But... That's not what I want to get at. Before we move on for Arsenal, okay? Yes. Man City very clearly has the top offense in the league. Mm -hmm. The top offense. I believe it's over 40 goals already this season. You're talking 40 goals in 14, 15 games, Oof. okay? But Arsenal's at the top, not necessarily because Martin Odegaard is scoring goals. Not necessarily because Gabriel Jesus is not scoring goals. They're at the top. And Newcastle is in third <laughs> because of the defense. 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 So... You, okay, if I were to mention these defend like these defenses between mm -hmm. Newcastle and Arsenal, think back to the beginning of the season. This is a little bit of a hard exercise, but but bear with me here. Tell me if this strikes fear in your heart. Aaron Ramsdale, mm -hmm. Ben White, Gabriel, Saliba, and Zinchenko. Saliba always okay. strikes me. Okay, and this one sounds better, but you ready for this? <laughs> Newcastle also has only let up 11 goals this season, just like Arsenal has, and that's a big reason why they're in third place right now. Fuck. Nick Pope, Kieran Trippier, Fabian Schar, Sven Botman, and Dan Byrne. That does not strike fear in most people's hearts. It okay? should, though. It should now. But <laughs> if I said that at the beginning of the season, we'd be saying, that's not third place material. And but listen, they're, they're growing together as a team, and this is my bad transition to talking about Newcastle. But it, it, it's, it's really, really impressive what they've done. 11 goals in 15 games that they've let up. And with Arsenal defensively, big credit to Thomas Partey. Because oh, yeah. if Thomas Partey's not injured, okay, 
that makes Arsenal definitely, as I said, the favourites, okay, to win the Premier League with the best signings they can do too. And Thomas Partey is absolutely crucial for that. And Newcastle, they have the best defence. And they st and and they have the player that won the Player of the Month award in October, which was Miguel Almiron. Okay, Brungi Marange, Almiron, best defense, one of the best coaches. But anyhow, everything's going up very well it for is. Newcastle right now. They're going bold, it actually. And all, <laughs> and all they're gonna have to gonna. All they're going to have to do is add CP10 after the World uh, Cup. That would be that would be an interesting move. I'd I mean, like to see that. I, I'd I, like to see James Madison. I'd like to see Crystal, uh, Christian Pulisic. Yeah. That would be great moves to Newcastle. And this is what it comes down to. This is unprecedented, right? We're having a World <laughs> Cup in the middle of the season. So you know how the winter transfer market's generally pretty sleepy? It's true. Not it's, this year. It, well, it won't be definitely. No, Caicedo. I, I'm, I'm expecting that Caicedo big move after the yeah. World Cup for Ecuador. The people would be what but mentioning Newcastle too I just want to say they're gonna have fierce competition now sure. I was saying Chelsea Man City yeah. and Newcastle were the richest clubs in the world yeah not anymore no. not anymore as it seems because Liverpool is gonna be bought by the eighth richest man in the world uh, right. an Indian man named Ambani which has 90 billion are you no. breaking news? I missed this. No, no, no. no. It. It's not official, but he's, okay. the, he's, the, main, right. he's the main guy. He's breaking the main news. guy. Wow. And I love how uh, uh, an Indian billionaire sure. is going to invest in Liverpool. An amount of fans from Osala now. Yeah. He's got Egypt and India, maybe. People will go crazy, man. And it's just, it's understandable. Eh, maybe maybe it'll bring more attention to the I-League <laughs> as well. Um, I mean, you're, you're talking about a country that has, it's the second largest country on the planet, yeah, right? Yeah, definitely. In terms of population, um, obviously cricket rules everything <laughs> there. Um, but when it comes and down to it, man, that, yeah, there, there should be, I-League should at least be as good as, I don't know, the UAE or the Qatari <laughs> League or the Saudi Arabian League. But listen, um, that's crazy. Liverpool shouldn't have problems getting Jude Bellingham. Literally, the status well, of we'll Liverpool. We'll see how long it takes to get done. If if they get the takeover, I think the takeover uh, is done until the, until next summer. Okay. I think okay. I think Liverpool will have new owners until next summer, and I won't be surprised if I'll be seeing in the news nonstop Jude Bellingham for Liverpool. And here's the big one: yeah. Kylian Mbappe to Liverpool too with this takeover, man. That would be a bang. That would be a bang by this Indian billionaire if he yeah. got Kylian Mbappe and Jude in the same transfer window. I'm That'd gonna, be hella bold, man. Uh, uh, that, that, would, that would knock my socks off. <laughs> uh, but I'm going to say you're drunk on that one. Yeah, There's I no feel way. You, I feel you. I feel you. It's hard. <laughs> I can't see that happening. But then again, then again, I don't know. I mean, we, could we have ever seen Lionel Messi at PSG? Could we have ever seen uh, just our brains are really quick to adapt to certain things, and now it's just like, oh, yeah, Messi's at, at PSG. So, and Holland's at City. But um, Messi's at PSG, but will he stay at PSG another season? That's the biggest question well, right Laporta now. Well, Laporta made it pretty clear he doesn't got the money. Well, he doesn't got the money in the summertime. In. Won't he have the money to get Messi? I believe so. I believe Barca are favorites. I don't know. I think he's playing Messi. mind games once again. Mm. Mind games with people by saying we can't do anything. We're you know because of Champions League. Mm. Xavi's on my guy. I've never thought about firing him. Okay, great. But doesn't mm. change the fact they need defensive depth. Oh, they need the injuries, man. They need. They need injuries are a part of the they game. Got sir. Conde, Just as Christensen, Dortmund, Eric Garcia. 
Four center backs. Full backs, I agree. You're telling me you're Full telling me now that you think Eric Garcia is a Champions League uh, the, Champions League winning quality. He's in the Spanish national team. That that doesn't tell Sergio me. Sergio Ramos isn't. Yeah, but it's a Luis Enrique team. Ah, but but still, Conde and Ronaldo Araujo starts. Okay, everyone here, back me up. There's no way you think Eric Garcia is that quality. I think he's he's good enough to be on the bench. Okay, I put Conde, Ronaldo Araujo, and I like Christensen. But Christensen, I mean, come on. And if you put Conde at right back or Ronaldo Araujo, and yeah. then have Ale- Alex ba- Alejandro Balde at the left back. I think that works best. No? That could, I don't know. Maybe to win the Europa League. <laughs> oh, man. Against Man United, too. Like, yeah. what a we'll, tie. We'll, we'll talk about that in a little bit. Because I want to stick. I, I really do want to get back because I have a big mm-hmm. question. Arsenal had to beat. Arsenal had to beat Wolves. Okay? Mm-hmm. That feels like a foregone conclusion just based on what's going on right now at Wolves. But at the same time, my how they have fallen. True. I mean, eight goals scored this season. 24 conceded. I have to ask you, does this feel to you like a personal indictment on Portuguese players in some respect? But what do you mean? You got Ruben Neves, uh. <laughs> four goals. He's their leading goal scorer. <sighs> You've got out of 15 games or 14 games, okay? You, Ruben only is top goal there scorer is, of Wolves? Nobody has more than one assist. That's embarrassing Nobody for has Wolves, more than man. one assist. Not exactly. even a winger? Not even a winger, not it, a striker. Wolves need Fabio Silva back it, desperately, it, man. Well, under like loan Fabio spell. Silva. I mean, you're looking at you've got Mateus Nunes. <laughs> Sorry, I tried to Ma- try to Nunes, say it like Mateus you. Nunes, I can't do it. Mateus Nunes. Uh, Daniel Podence. You've got uh, Moutinho. You've got Toti, Tati Gomez. You've got Gonzalo Guedes. You've got quite a contingent of Portuguese players. Good players. And as of right now, it feels yeah when you take them all singularly. But no this striker. team should be much better. I know. What's his name has been out for decades, Jimenez. and he's still going to go. Jimenez has been out, from, and he'll go to the World Cup, and he might even score a goal or two. Um, but I don't know. They've missed. Aside from Mateus Nunes, mm-hmm. they have missed on a lot of their signings as Fuck. of late. Gonzalo Guedes has not done anything just Fuck. yet for them. And they have some incredibly, like Pedro Neto's injured again. Uh, there's just so much going on there that I don't know. I mean, is it? Lopetegui? Lopetegui. I mean, why why do you think he's taking this club over? I, I completely agree. I think it's George Minge knows Lopetegui. And this, I'll, be, I'll tell you something. Ruben Evch, yeah. first start in Champions League football, was with Lopetegui. And mm. he became the youngest captain ever to play in the Champions League. And it was Lopetegui trusting Ruben Evch. So I could see Ruben Evch having a, a hand in picking Julian Lopetegui because yeah. Ruben Evch is one of the players that is the most associated to go to Barca and to any club that needs a CDM in the world of football right now. Yeah. And I guess the only statement I'm making for Wolves is Wolves collectively playing like a championship team. Mm, Wolves individually have a lot of good players. Exactly. And I don't, I don't get it. And, I'm confused. And Explain in, it to me. And individually, Burnmouth... Champions, yeah. championship team collectively playing as a Premier League team. Yeah, that's, that's the other exactly way around. Right. So it's like, and West Ham too. Yeah. West Ham too. So I'd say, with Wolves, I really believe that this season the mentality is not get relegated. Because if we do, we'll have to do a complete rebuild. That that's not what they want to do. And the Molino, they need a striker. I repeat, the striker has to be. The focus, and I repeat, the transfers were wrongly made. You're 100% right. Yeah. These did better. I'd say uh, yeah. Newcastle definitely did better. And yeah. Newcastle was in a worse stage than Wolves. Yeah. And they made the right decisions. 
Wolves needs to see what Newcastle's doing. And it's not just a case of money. Because Wolves has that the same amounts of money as Newcastle has spent until sure. now. So it's decision making. Um, they need to improve it. Heartbreak heartbreaker heart attack leads let's uh, we won't move on to them just yet because you you mentioned bournemouth mm -hmm. okay and bournemouth uh there needs to be some credit given to gary o'neill who has been their caretaker boss get out of here fly mm -hmm. caretaker boss <laughs> um and uh he's done phenomenally well with mm -hmm. what he with what he's got there he's a 39 year old manager mm -hmm. um but how interesting is this mm. marcelo bielsa has been named as being very interested or pretty far along into potentially taking over Bournemouth. What? What? That's Bielsa what I hear. for Bournemouth. That's what I'm hearing. He's got beef with what happened at Leeds. Yeah, I guess so. He wants to come back and, uh, oh, wow. Should we actually talk about Leeds right now? Because my, oh, my. Was that, that was game. unbelievable. Tottenham Leeds, man. Leeds, they need to know how to win games, man. That can't happen. I know Tottenham, no. okay, Conte ball at the end of any game. Conte ball is real. Pressure is real. Yeah. And you do have players there with a lot of passion that translate how Conte feels. Bentacur. I Like, yeah, that's the main guy. So, yeah, that was... That's the main guy. Listen. He is the main guy. Leeds United. Leeds United. And, and let's single out the defense. And I'll be honest, Tyler Adams did not have his best game. His mind was probably on Qatar. But Leeds United made Rodrigo Bentancourt the world's best striker. <laughs> it was 3-2, to two, and within three minutes, Rodrigo Bentancourt, who does not score often, Fact. scored two goals. Okay, Now, one of those goals was brilliantly made exactly. by, by uh, Kulisevsky, so got to give him credit there. It's nice to see him back to full health. But man, oh man, Antonio Conte went from... <laughs> Went from angry Antonio Conte to at least like a sort of smiling, but still angry still Antonio angry. Conte. I'd still be angry. I, I would absolutely still be angry. Still I mean, this Spurs goals. team, I don't know what it is, but Spurs, they stink in the first half, and they're pretty good in the second half. But they're basically just, they dig their, themselves a hole, mm -hmm. and then they actually know how to get out of it. Well, yeah, that's so, true. That is true. I, yeah, at some point, though, that, that luck is going to run out. And man, oh, man, did, I, did it look, did it feel like Leeds United was going to walk out of uh, walk out of Tottenham Stadium with three points, if not one point. And Crescencio Somerville once again scores a big goal. Oh, yeah, that's but, true. But, uh, my goodness. <laughs> and, and for Conte, man, for Conte, it must be so frustrating. He's, yeah. he's, he's used to competing with the best. Mm -hmm. And with Tottenham, he has to accept that the objective is top four. Yeah. He can't compete with Arsenal right now. He can't compete with Man City. And Liverpool is a ghost that's coming. Yeah. He knows. He knows that, that, that it's time that he's got to defend that top four. Because Darwin, uh, Salah, all these players will be going bold after the World Cup. Sure. Gar Salah guaranteed, especially. Yeah. Because he doesn't play in the World Cup. So, gee. Uh, well, listen, um, we talked about Antonio Conte. We talked about Leeds. Mm -hmm. um, I'm going to stay lower level here. I'm going to mm. stay pretty far down there because tell me if I'm wrong, but I feel like we may have given a little too much credit to Frank Lampard and Everton. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because boy, oh boy, when Bournemouth not once but twice beats you handily once in the <laughs> Carabao Cup, then the next game in the Premier League. Two times in a row, Frank Lampard Whoa. loses in the Carabao Cup. Then he learns nothing, and he loses even bigger <laughs> in the Premier League. I don't get it. 
<laughs> I really, I, I honestly don't get it. Then Not again, I don't get much things. But th- Everton, um, y- you can't write it relegation off just yet. And I might have been a little too soon to praise uh, because guts and determination only really get you so far, especially in the Premier but League. Onana um, was a good buy. Connor Cody is a really good loan. Yeah, There's decisions there that were good. Yeah, Tarkowski's been, been good, but a lot of those guys are grit and determination guys. True. And when Bournemouth has it in spades as well, but they play better as a team, <laughs> I'm sorry, that's the way it's going to go. That's so true. Everton is just hovering right above that relegation zone. And, and here we go. Here's mm. the flip side of the coin. We were talking and trying to give praise to Frank mm-hmm. Lampard and Everton. And in reverse, we were saying Brendan Rodgers and Leicester City were in the mud and eternally in the mud, that this was an era that Fuck. is over. And guess who's rattled off five in the last six games? Ooh, five wins. Leicester. Leicester City. And you know who they – the only loss was a very respectable loss to Manchester City. Okay. One zip. So when it comes down to it – Faiz is um, really performing for it, them. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Woodface and um, – Obviously, James Madison. Obviously, Harvey oh, well, Harvey Barnes, if you haven't looked at what he's done over this six ga- uh, five- to six-game stretch for them, it's phenomenal to the point if he could have extended it a little bit longer, there would have been people probably going, maybe England? <laughs> yeah. Maybe? I, I don't know. But right now, he looks phenomenal for them. And then you have to throw in the, a guy that everyone thought was checked out for a while, mm. and that's Yori Telemann. Uh, you, you thought he was kind of checked out wanna, for a while. He doesn't want to be there. He doesn't, but he's played very well for them relatively <laughs> it's recently. He's got to move, so. man. He's got to move. He does. He Will does. he get a free? I think his contract runs out this this summer. I think it does. Yeah, there's going to be a massive, massive fight, and he's not staying at Leicester. Oh, and who 100%. knows? I, uh, Brendan Rogers is uh, – I think most Fox fans – Foxes? Foxes fans? <laughs> Leicester City fans are just breathing a sigh of relief mm. that they are – uh, they are looking better. They're playing maybe not at their best. But my, oh, my, when James Madison has seven goals, four assists on the season, and he fights tooth and nail to get a World Cup spot, I believe he's the has the most goal involvements out of any uh, English midfielder in 2022. 18 goals, 10 assists in all of 2022. Um, so, I, I mean, really, and, and then, of course, we're watching that game. We're watching this game because we watched a lot of them. And... There he is. He gets up, tenderly starts to walk off the field, and you've got to feel so bad for him. But don't worry. He sent a tweet out. He said his injury is not that bad. Oh, James Madison will be fine in Qatar. And, and there's, a, there's a number of players here that I just want to say to people, they are going to be heading to Qatar, and there was doubts with that. Sadio mm. Mane is heading to Qatar. Doubts, they were there. Son is heading to Qatar. And now James Madison, too, is heading to Qatar. So yeah. everything's going to plan. And let's wait and see. But, let's you know, it see. just makes me so angry hmm. when I see in all the Spanish fixtures this week weekend. Wow, I sounded really East Coast there. Spanish. When, with all these Spanish fixtures this, this past weekend, okay, you have the Copa del Rey. Mm-hmm. So you've got, you know, amateur teams playing uh, whoever, right? Why couldn't they have scheduled this a little bit better to where it was Carabao Cup or it was FA Cup games where people were going to use watered-down rosters anyway so that you don't have this situation where James Madison is limping off and you're like, (gasps) like even Christian Pulisic went down in his game, and we haven't talked about Graham Potter yet, but even Christian Pulisic went down in his game and 
he was like limping a little bit when he got back up, and then right away he ran and started fighting a bunch of Newcastle players, so you knew he was and, good. But, and that's <sighs> why Sepp Blatter came out and said the election yeah. of the World Cup to Qatar was a mistake. The plan was to be 2018 in Russia and 2022 in the States. Yeah. That was the plan. So understandably, it's just it's just it's just not it's not it's not feasible because we're seeing it happen. But it's not uh, the right thing to do. What to is it the like? Players. Fourteen billion dollars of warplanes or something? Uh, Emmanuel, oh. not not Macron. It was Nicolas Sarkozy. Now we're getting in politics, so we should stop no, now. No, no. <laughs> but Platini and all that. I mean, there's a reason why a lot of these old heads are gone. They're gone. Uh, nothing against Platini, who was a phenomenal player, if you've ever seen him. But as an official, <laughs> yeah. FIFA be a Doubtful. little corrupt here. Um, but what it comes down to there is we all knew it. I mm -hmm. mean, I know we looked at the bid, right? Our bid, when it comes down to it, come on. We have the logistics. <laughs> we have the stadiums. We could literally host a World Cup on a month's notice. I right? really hope us Portugal with Spain host the 2030 is there really a you is, well, we're trying we're trying man. i'm we're trying man he's hitting his mic he's man, that excited. not on purpose i swear <laughs> i really man if, if it's in the states 2026 2030 in portugal yeah man my life's complete honestly yeah. uh, it'll be it'll be beautiful it's gonna be beautiful i will uh i will be there i will be there with bells <laughs> in on both. in both Love but it. um it, it, you know, and, and you see it. You see it in the Bundesliga now. You see a lot of the supporters groups that are saying True. Uh, boycott Qatar. You've also seen can't some. Yeah, they're probably going to watch. They can't, it just can't happen. And I even know. like Qatar now is paying 50 fans to yeah. go to the to have an experience. So now we just need to accept. And, and to be fair, too, there's a lot of things that makes this World Cup actually special just to see how it works. Like. It's the first time, I think, ever that it's only in one city, the yep. World Cup. Yep. Like, lo no long travels. Like, in Brazil, one team would play in Rio, another in Vasco, right. like, uh, Sao Paulo. Maneus. I remember the jungle. <laughs> it, was, it was hotter than, I think, we played I, in Maneus. Portugal, too. I think, Ooh. yeah, we played you guys, I think. Uh, maybe. So, yeah. so that it was long travels. And for teams, it just didn't work. I think yeah. a Brazil national team... Will be good with these logistics of staying in one place. Uh, sure. They can't go to Dubai. Okay. No trips to Dubai for right. Brazil, man. Yeah. Oh, Neymar. The, the, you know uh, what you got to do. It, you know what you got to do. It's just, it's <laughs> like, um, come on, though. It's gotta they're going to have, what, seven, eight stadiums that they're not going to use after the World Cup or five stadiums? As you I, I did see I one of them is made out of shipping containers. What? So it can be broken down and then, like, given to other countries. Okay. And they can build it. Uh, once again, but yeah, it is. It, it feels it feels like a rushed um, test mm -hmm. of a of a small country's uh, rich country for the most part, but small country's um, mm -hmm. I don't know infrastructure to just, to host the world's biggest. Just a game. positive note. Just a positive. That's note a good positive it. note. I'm glad you're positive <laughs> about it. And 26 players too. More yeah. three players it, than it was right. before too. Yeah, we can thank COVID for that. And five substitutions. Yeah. And five substitutions in this yeah. World Cup. So same place, three three more slots and five subs. The difference of this World Cup that I think those decisions will improve. Yeah, will improve. You know who uh, wanted more substitutions? Probably who? Graham Potter. Ah, uh, we're not gonna talk about Graham Potter. We're just gonna get. We gotta talk about. I yeah, mean, come we on. Just gotta it's, say like third straight loss for the in the Premier League for yeah. Chelsea with Graham Potter, and it's now more noticeable than ever that Chelsea have a problem. In midfield, okay? Yeah. Jorginho ain't gonna do it. Kovacic is great, 
but not in this system. And they need I- a new identity in the yeah. midfield, a new core. That's why I can, I'm going to insist on saying Declan Rice with Mason Mount leading that midfield because Mason Mount isn't the leader on his own as it seems. I mean, they just look listless, devoid of any whatever. And it, need a captain, you know, man. If, they need if a you captain. said to me that he was going to put on the field Connor Gallagher and ah. and Armando Broja, start them, Lewis I, I would have been – Lewis Hall, well, kudos to the 18-year-old but playing. But, yeah, when it, when it comes down Tell to it, bar. they feel they – feel, it looks as if they're devoid – of any real uh, understanding of what they should be doing. And Graham Potter sometimes does look like, I don't know, a, uh, a deer in the headlights. Have you, You've heard that saying, right? <laughs> no, no, no. A deer in the headlights. When the car's coming right at you and the deer freezes, they don't mm. know what to do. So you see the deer oh, in the yeah, headlights. Yeah. He looks like that sometimes. He doesn't look <laughs> – he looked like a guy that knew what he was doing at Brighton. Why? Because he knew how that club ticked. Exactly. Now, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Does Todd Bowley have enough patience exactly. to let the man – figure it all out or give him time and when is when all is said and done if you sack the guy who's coming you go next and there's no guarantee that it also doesn't happen there and and some of these losses have been okay chelsea is undergoing a little bit of a revamp here Mm. but they lost okay in the carabao cup to zip to man city they probably could have put a goal on city in the beginning of the game they lost in the prem to the current uh top of the league arsenal Mm -hmm. okay so, really, you're talking about two losses out of the last four that should have been avoidable or should have at least been a draw. And I'd even okay? say a Newcastle home game. That's a, that's a tough, tough game for Chelsea, yeah. for any team in the world right now. But, again, this is the worst start that could happen for Todd Boyley. Why? Because it's his decision of sacking Thomas Tuchel that's having a big hand in these results and naturally so Chelsea fans are fully expecting to go bold in January and next summer with <laughs> transfers even I know they were the top ever they, they broke the record of yeah. most transfers ever in history okay Chelsea but they still need to reinforce badly uh, I mean badly I'm, sh- I'm sure they do we're Sterling I, I, I know we're Sterling we're Fafana's injured I mean just there's so much money that's that's one that, one, that 130 million it is that's insane it is and it just I guess some of us can breathe easy knowing that uh, a quarter of a billion dollars doesn't necessarily buy instant success and Mato said a quarter of a billion dollars that's what that's what's needed to take Jamal Musiala off Bayern Munich, okay? That's what he said, okay? So that's a quarter of a uh, billion, man. What's Pedri cost then? Pedri, ah, uh, uh, that's, yeah, exactly. What's Pedri's cost? That's lever, that's lever 732 <laughs> when they sell Pedri for $750 million and, and he they, pays the whole thing. He pays the whole thing. Everything's fine. Balance sheet. And he goes to PSG. Fixed. He yep. goes to PSG because only them can pay. I like <laughs> can it. can pay like that. Oh, man. Uh, well, we've talked a lot about the Prem. Yes. The one thing I do have to mention is Kavaradana is still out. Kavaratskilia mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, is still out for Napoli, and they're still doing wonderful things. Top okay? of the league. Um, yeah, and to be honest, I thought they were going to cakewalk this. They mm-hmm. were beating Udinese pretty well, and then Udinese scored two late goals to make it interesting. But you have to see the supporting cast. It is. I, I, we, we talk maybe too positive about Napoli, mm-hmm. but Spalletti has got them to where down to a man. Alif Elmas came in for, for Kavaritz-Gilia, okay? 
and he had a goal and an assist, and he was easily possibly the best player in the game. What is uh, once again, Victor Osimhen did the Ivan Tony type of thing, except Ivan Tony was left out. Victor Osimhen and Nigeria are not going, but Osimhen just keeps scoring goals. And Raspadori, and, yeah, Simeone, they're not sure on options. No, they're not. And guess what? Guess who had one of their worst games, and they still won? Who? Min Jae Kim. Ah, Min Jae Kim. It, that he, he was not consistent. Good. He was not that good, and normally he's consistent. So his head's very clearly on. <laughs> and get me on at, that plane. And look at this midfield: Angisa, Lobotka, yeah. and Zielinski. Yeah. There, Zielinski, man, is shocking me. Zielinski for me is one of the most underrated players yeah. out there right now, in my opinion. That's why is in my group eleven, man? That's why is in my group <laughs> best eleven? Come on, I don't think you put him there. I didn't. I, I didn't. Put, that's, 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 that's a fucks. pretty stacked that's midfield. In that group. I put Messi in that role. <laughs> yeah, you did. Okay. Well, if you're comparing those two, mm. yes, and check out our group group by group videos. Okay, we're going to be releasing throughout the week okay yes. it's just being really enjoyable loving yeah. it and if you're enjoying listening to us until now don't forget to like this video wow. so you went to napoli fast you want to talk about predictions time here yeah i mean um i don't know if uh around all this world cup hubbub yes. i don't know if everyone saw there was a champions league draw <laughs> there was a europa league draw and man do we have some mouth-watering matchups for february yes. and march um and the crazy thing here that you have to keep in mind is that right dead in the middle mm -hmm. post-World Cup is that transfer window. True. So you're going to have some of these teams that aren't going to look drastically different, but they might have some key pieces that they add to the I think Benfica could lose Enzo maybe in three yeah. months' time, man. And that's insane. Already? That's insane. Don't that's let it insane. I hope they do a deal for six months. Okay. Six months loan, and they get it done. The they, they sell him off in January. I could see that happening. Interesting. It's United, Interesting. man. It's United. I really think they'll get him. Un United is just, they're worried about, it's FOMO. It's they're worried about missing out. But they won't get Jude Bellingham. Okay. No. Jude Bellingham won't go to Man United. He'll go to Man City or Liverpool, preferably, or Real Madrid. And Enzo would cost them 80 million. They will still have money to get the striker and the goalkeeper that I believe is Diogo Costa. They get Enzo and Diogo Costa for the Portuguese league. Man United is making great decisions. That's, yeah, man. it's pretty solid. Um, maybe they'll send Jaden Sancho back the other way. Just kidding. <laughs> we fine. don't have money. Portuguese teams don't have money for that mad contract. Yeah. He's getting 300K a week. I know. 300K a week. And that's a problem because he's not performing. And Rashford's going to get an extension too. Pretty sure on that. Pretty sure on that. That's a pretty penny. All right. <laughs> you ready for this? Round of yes. 16 draw. I'm going to go through them. You want to give me a couple uh, I'll give her a prediction. Thoughts? What okay. I think. What I do think. do predictions. Here we go. RB Leipzig, Manchester City. Man City's going to win it. But yeah. I want to give a shout out to Jorge Gvardiol uh, and Nkunku in this yeah. match. Because yeah. they stayed at Leipzig for these games. Yeah. To win the Bundesliga and to make an impressive Champions League no, um, uh, campaign. And so. listen, if it was a one-off... If it was one leg, I think RB Leipzig could potentially surprise them. A lot them, of goals. Right? Because there's always goals. And, True. you know, you can fluster City. Apparently, Brentford can. I, <laughs> I don't know. So, if Brentford can, I'm sure RB Leipzig can. But over two legs, I, I think Manchester City's got this in the I bag. Think, All right. Next so one too. is Club Bruges. Benfica. Benfica's for sure going to win it. Benfica. Uh -uh. I've never seen a Benfica playing like this. The only yeah. time I, I can't say was with George Zouge. Enzo, Salvio, I remember at the time. Gaetan, back in the day. Unbelievable. But yeah, Benfica for me. Unbeaten. 2014? Yeah, around there. Okay. Yeah, so I unbelievable. Remember. Unbelievable. I have to go with Benfica. And again, world-class players that, are, that will be seen as world-class 
in a year's time. Yeah. Enzo, and shout out to Fedri Carsons. He's, he's been surprising me a lot. Playing midfield, can go to the wing. With PSG, he was key. Norwegian? So, Building uh, yeah, Norwegian and building the pieces slowly <laughs> and to take over the world. And Otamendi too. Otamendi next to Antonio yeah. Silva. Vlako Dimsh, goalkeeper. Grimaldo. How the hell did Grimaldo go to the World Cup, man? That's insane in my opinion. Best left back in my... And Balde. And Balde. So, but yeah. keeping with Benfica, yeah. Great. I think Benfica is going to go through. I'll join you on that, but I, I'm not going to discount what Club Bruges have obviously done. What yes. they've done in this group. Uh, but I think the uh, Emperor... W Wears no clothes. I don't. I don't know if I got that saying right. Tell me if I did. But Emperor. Club Club Bruges in that last game, that last group game, uh, it, it, destroyed. It, yeah, yeah, it kind of showed how to beat Club Bruges. <laughs> so if there's anyone that's going to be able to pick up that torch, it's going to be Benfica. Exactly. So I will pick Benfica as well. Good, oh, no. good rationale on that. That <laughs> there makes you sense. Go. Sometimes I can have a good and, idea. And, and Benfica beat Porto in Dragon, in yeah. Dragon, which Roger Schmidt. So big shout out to that. But Club Rouge has done something. Uh, they got to focus on the league, though. They're going to lose that thing to Gank. <laughs> All right, next. Mm -hmm. This is the big one. Okay. Liverpool, Real Madrid. Real Madrid. Real Madrid's going to win it. Okay. Uh, Real Madrid's got the midfield sorted. Liverpool doesn't. Yeah. And, yeah, I think Liverpool will have to focus on getting top four. Yeah. In the Prem. I'm going to throw one little wrench in there. Mo Salah? I know. Can Mo Salah get the revenge finally? I don't know, but Thiago's going to have a month off. Oh. Uh, but listen. Uh, like Modric changed. Right, no, no. L Liverpool, Real Madrid, this is what I think. Mm -hmm. Liverpool has nothing to lose. They're out of this race. They're out of the Premier League race. They've got nothing to lose. You want to know what they don't want to lose? Again, to Real Madrid. But, but, so. but Real Madrid won't win La Liga, in my opinion. I think Barca's going to win it. And if they go, if they're knocked out short... Yeah. And Barca's winning the league. Yeah. Real Madrid fans will ha will be like, we need another, we need a replacement for Benzema if he doesn't play, which is understandable in my opinion. We did warn that. But who? Ah, but who? Gabriel Jesus. Could, that could have happened. It could that could have. For, uh, but I don't. Yeah, he's doing well at Arsenal. <laughs> Gabriel Jesus, Vinicius, and Rodrigo. Backup. Backup. Gabriel Jesus. Mm -hmm. Okay. I don't know if he'd like that. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> all right, so you have Real Madrid. Yeah, Real Madrid. Uh, I'm going to just throw a little wrench in there and say... Liverpool. Liverpool. <laughs> I'm going to say Liverpool. Okay, AC Milan, Tottenham. Uh, this is a tough one because Conte knows AC Milan very well. Yes. But I'm going to go bold and say AC Milan. I'm going to believe in Rafael and I'm going to believe in this team that wants the culture back, of a calcio of AC Milan greatness back. So, yeah, I'm going to... If Rafa Leon's still there, yeah. I'm going to go with Issa Milan. It's hella bold, I know. Uh, but, yeah. But I think Tottenham's favorites, naturally. Are they really? I really think uh, they're favorites. Okay. As a team favorites. But I think Milan's going to get it. Yeah, I, I think I think it's a manager thing here for me. So, I, mm. will, I will go Tottenham. Um, but uh, all AC Milan has to do is score five goals in the first half, and they'll be fine. <laughs> Uh, they need they need Tottenham to bury themselves in that Tottenham first half five. so much so that there's no remontada, uh, you know, going away here. But listen, uh, I think it's close. I think it's incredibly close. I actually think it'll be a really fun tie. Um, but AC Milan, Tottenham, um, I'll go Tottenham on this. I'm not I, why am I going all prem? 
I don't. I don't really because believe the prem this has prediction. the the biggest salaries. It the best does. players are there. Uh, like, to well, be fair, Kane. I, and like, I do think Tottenham's going to add a piece. And I do know Giroud. Giroud's going to level with Kane in that yeah. in those two legs, man. Come on, Olivier, Olivier Giroud. Olivier Giroud decider. <laughs> uh, all right, Dortmund Chelsea. This is a huge. I think there can be a shock here. Right. I think there could be because Jude Bellingham is going to go bold in these fixtures, definitely for Chelsea. Uh, for I not for Chelsea for Dortmund. For Dortmund, making him maybe for Chelsea in the future if it's way too bold. No, but I think I'm going to go bold again. I'm going to say Dortmund. Okay. I'm going to say Dortmund. Yeah, this is a, neither team has nothing to lose. Because I don't think Dortmund's going to do too well in the league. And no. Mukoko, uh, yeah, Mukoko just. And that, and that's what I was going to say when you said Jude Bellingham is going to go bold. And uh, you're like, Jude Mukoko. Bellingham's been going bold pretty much every game, and Dortmund's still sixth place. <laughs> Just goes to show you, you can have a really good player, you still need 11. And Mukoko going um, bold occasionally, too, yeah. man, with 10 Bundesliga goals, man. And, say, and that, too, Mukoko has the contract until 2023. Mm-hmm. He's going to the World Cup. He can go bold against Chelsea in the knockout stages, man. So it's a huge, huge decision. Where is he going? Right. Mukoko, just like Hendrik. I think those two are the biggest wonder kids to watch next summer on the move. Okay. Like okay. under 18. Under 18 wonder kids. Wonder kids. Like, you know. Yeah. Kind of like Jude because he's a wonder kid, but he's very known. Right. So I'm, I'm not going to uh, blow the exit horn mm. on Graham Potter just yet. Mm. Um, but I, I do think Chelsea will win this mainly because they're going to have the bigger transfer chest. They will do transfers. I and agree. another month, another two months of Graham Potter trying to instill what he wants to instill. I think you're gonna you're gonna know one of two things: either Graham Potter is turning the ship in the right direction, Fuck. or this is the Titanic and it's sinking. <laughs> okay. So with that said, I, I believe that uh, I believe Graham Potter is a good manager. Mm-hmm. I believe Graham Potter will find a way to unlock the potential of this Chelsea Let's team. It'll take longer, but I think they'll be able to get past Dortmund. Let's see if Shields gets those transfers right with their head of recruitment role. Yeah, but because that's key. Yeah, but if Dortmund wins, <laughs> that's all. He's gone. Giorena. I want two goals from Giorena at least. <laughs> at least. All right. And next Obama one. Young. It's next funny too. Obama Young at Chelsea. So. I'm, I'm interested. I'm interested <laughs> here. Inter Porto. Interport. I'm going to go bold definitely with this port. You can say Porto. Port. Definitely wow. going to go bold with Port. But Sergio Conceição has surprised Italian teams in knockout stages. Shout out to what happened to Juve. And I could definitely see Inter ge- being knocked out by Porto. Definitely. I don't know, man. Taremi, Pepe, Otavio, Eustáquio. Barella, Bastoni, <laughs> but uh, Lautaro. I, I, I know, but it's just different. As a team, okay. Conceição, he puts them up. All I'm right. going to go Port. Okay. I'm going to go Port. All right. I'm going to stick to my guns here. I think Inter Milan. <laughs> I think Inter Milan is going to win. But um, any, any winner of this fixture is the desired opponent of any of the top teams. Sure. <laughs> sure. And Befica ain't after Club Bruges. So that's yeah. an interesting thing, too. Yeah. So I, I, I go Port. Just but. Inter. Don't take your penalties for granted. <laughs> Studied your question. Now this last one. Mm, PSG. Oh. PSG Bayern Munich. Oh my days, man! Look at the luck of PSG. That's the worst draw they could have had next to Man City. Bayern Munich. It's almost better that there's a collection of English clubs (laughs) because they all have to get drawn in different groups. But when you're that one team from France. You are going to inevitably draw a big giant exactly. most of the time. So, with that said, <laughs> who's I don't. Your pick? I, I go Bayern. 
I'll go Bayern Munich. I I, I have to go Bayern Munich, right? Yeah. I mean, they, <sighs> like PSG, the, they're favorites in these two fixtures. That for me is crazy because yeah. they're not a better collective team. They're better individually. <sighs> this is just so hard, man. It's just so just, like Messi's gonna leave. Yeah. PSG maybe with being knocked out in the 16th by by by, by Real and by Bayern Munich that just shows football heritage. Yeah, when that's when, that's what's on top. When and Mbappe learned from that. When the only accepted goal is Champions League or bust. <laughs> None of this matters. None of this matters. It doesn't matter. Oh, I got drawn with Bayern. No. Fuck. It's Champions League or bust and if they don't get it done, they don't get it done, and which is why mm -hmm. I'm going to say PSG. And that shows the importance of that first place that Benfica got with that 6-1 sure. win oh, yeah. to Maccabi, okay? PSG got in the mud because but Benfica was second place until the sixth goal. Until the sixth goal. Yeah, what was the one I was thinking of? Who finished second and got a more favorable draw? Mm, Milan? No. Was that... I can't see. I like Liber Liverpool. <laughs> Liverpool, Real Madrid. No, no not any favorable. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm trying to remember. I think it's Milan. It's, yeah, whoever finished first Chelsea, Milan. ended up drawing somebody that Chelsea was. Chelsea faces no Dortmund. Yeah. Nah, Milan Tottenham. That can be. That can be yeah, discussion. I don't know. I might be thinking of just this <laughs> PSG Bayern Munich. But but tell us your predictions yes. down below in the YouTube comment section. Do you agree with us? The PSG Bayern, man. That takes me. That's a very hard one, man. Like, I want to see your thoughts on that. And we'll do Europa League really quickly. Oh, okay. Really quickly because, you know, come on, the first one. Yes. Manchester United, Barcelona. I'm going to say Barca. Got to go Barca, man. Stick with my guns with Barca. Unreal. 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 <laughs> I think you go I, United. No, no, I do think Barcelona is going to do it. Oh, but, but Ronaldo, man. Uh, it all depends on how say, Ronaldo I, is. I think Manchester United is going no. to continue to move in the right direction. He so won't be there. Barca two months from now, three months from now is going to – I'm sorry, Man United two, three months from now is going to be a different Man United. Yeah, better? Probably. Barca yeah. too. Barca 2 will be better. No? Pedri's going to be tired. Oh, Gavi's going to be tired. He's I'm just saying, you saw when his motor, I mean, he's, he's tasked with the Spanish national team. It's true. Okay? Gavi, and Gavi did carry against us. If there's us. depth behind him, maybe, but they don't want to play Franck Kessier. They don't want to play a, a lot of these guys behind him. That's so That's I'm just true. saying, my only worry is Pedri gets burnt out again. That could happen. It has happened. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, I don't want to see it happen. But that's but I'm after saying, 70 games, too, man. So. Right, but he's going to play. You know, this time you've got World Cup smack dab in the middle. Maybe they don't make it that far. Exactly. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. All right, <laughs> we're going to go really quick with these last ones. Mm. Juve, Nantes. Juve. Yep. Sporting, Michelin. Sporting wins. Quick little tidbit here. Michelin. Sp sporting we'll be, will be we'll the be better aware. team. But Michelin, they're going to lose their best player. Giannis Evander. back. No, Evander is going to the Portland Timbers. In oh, what? Big deal. That's a big, big deal. deal. Shakhtar Ren. Stade Rene. Shakhtar. Okay, I'm going to go Stade Rene on this. Mm. I know. Stade Rene is playing good. Stade Rene is playing really good. Okay. Good transfers. Martin Terrier. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, Ajax Union Berlin. Ajax. Yeah. It's another one where, like, the, the defense of Union Berlin, it, it's been – it's been found out. <laughs> They're still in third place in the Bundesliga. They're still doing pretty good. But Ajax Union Berlin, although Ajax under Schroeder, uh, maybe I'm taking this back. I'd go Ajax. I'll Ajax go Ajax. under Schroeder, man. Ooh, hasn't Kudu, looked good. Kudu's back. Kudu's I'll go back. Ajax. Okay. Uh, Bayer Leverkusen Monaco. This one's mouthwatering to me. That, that's actually really good. Yeah. I'm going to go Chabi Alonso and Leverkusen on this. I kind of want to, too. <laughs> Trust the youth. Like, like Musa Diaby is 
scoring for fun. And what a bang would it be for Xabi Alonso to go late stages in Europa League even yeah. so? Because like, it's a different Europa League now. Yeah. Top four in Bundesliga, Europa League good? Yeah. I, I think mean, with Xabi Alonso, they are looking much better. They are looking much better. Uh, somebody please check on uh, and give us an update on Wirtz. Florian Wirtz. Pops. I want to see him back ASAP. All right. That's a tough one, but that's a good one. Sevilla, PSV. Sevilla. Mm, yeah. Why that took so long? Sevilla. I took, yeah, I took now Sevilla. Okay. PSV just beat Ajax. But Sevilla in Europa League, man. Okay. That's just Sevilla things. This is a different Sevilla. <laughs> it feels like a different I mean, this is a Sevilla that's been bopped down from the Champions League. And, so. P- and PSV, I don't think. I, t- I, I questioned myself afterwards because I don't think Cody Gakpo is going to stay at PSV. That's actually probably true. In January. You're right. And Xavi Simmons, yeah. he doesn't need PSG. Yeah. Uh, PSG, PSV. But behind them, there's Madueke that's waiting. He's back. Sangare. You've, yeah. got, you've got Bakayoko. You've got even Savio behind him. Yeah, not bad. Got to shout out my boy Richie Ledesma. Not a bad. Not a bad. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, PSV. PSV. I'm going to say PSV. Okay. I'm going to say PSV. I, I think they've got what it takes. Sevilla, uh, I don't know. Looks different. Anyway. Come on. Last one. And this one is actually more exciting for me than I than I kind of want it to be. I think there's upset potential here. Mm. Red Bull Salzburg, AS Roma. Red Bull Salzburg, AS Roma. I'm going to – I'm going to go Roma. Because Mourinho, when it's in European competitions, Mourinho goes bold. Okay. And I think – with a Man United, a Barca, with all these top teams in Europa League, he won't, he won't want, he won't want to be one of the first to go. And Roma, they'll focus on Europa League. So yeah, right. I'm gonna go Roma. Okay, I'm gonna take. This is my upset. I'm gonna take Red Bull Salzburg. But that's over not AS really. Is it really? An, I think <coughs> Salzburg. I think when you take them piece for piece, I go 50-50. Okay, like Chess I mean, goes there. I, I understand. <laughs> I understand that. But, like, I don't know. I, we've, I guess we have seen him go up against Champions League competition. Yeah. So, um, okay, fine. It's not that bold. <laughs> uh, but either way, I mean, the Europa League is actually, as we've talked about previously, almost just as interesting as the Champions League. True. Um, anyway, a couple more tidbits I've got really mm. quickly. Joe Bellingham. Job, not Jude, 16 years old, made his first league start. For Birmingham City, if you yes. don't know the name for some reason, you can look them up. It wasn't a great game for them, <laughs> period. Okay, and last but not least, remember my boy Daryl DK? Yes. He's back. Oh! Daryl DK is back. He uh, played his first minutes for time. West Brom. It's not, not in time, time, man. But West Brom needs all the help they can get. They're right above the relegation zone, and it's not looking good. So those are the only two little shout-outs I wanted to mm, end on. The, Okay, I want to do so these shout-outs because it's interesting information, in my opinion, for the – for the listeners and it is these are the players that weren't picked by their mm. national teams to go to the world cup tiago and for spain roberto firmino for brazil with gabriel magalhães said uh sergio Ramos, did i say him yeah. tomori okay for me is a huge that's big that's a huge one and hummels for germany too yeah. big that's a big miss especially with sitting out chule and schlotterberg are playing for club level that's true so yeah, yeah Hummels. Yeah, Hummels. He just doesn't. He's not. Tiago Alcantara. What? That's tough. It's shocking. It was shocking. For but him. like we can also name pretty much like four hundred French players <laughs> that that could have made like Moussa Diaby. Moussa Diaby. I mean, come on. Yeah. You're, you're you're so far down a depth chart. True. Whereas if it's any other country, he's probably on that plane. Mm-hmm. Right. 
Um, I but agree. That's, that's Ben. Benoit Badiashilo is he there? Badiashilo, he's not there now. So no, that's no. another one. No, I mean that's just scraping the surface. I I don't know why I'm blanking. But Martin Terrier has had mul- like 20 game season, multiple 20 game seasons. Uh, you know, but uh, sneakily, I don't think. Any of us even mentioned that Matteo Guendouzi mm. made it for France. He did, and, and then Rabiot do too. I think Rabiot did too. But <sighs> what? It, but like, what I'm most impressed about is this: this he had an up and down, and he went like Saliba. He went to Marseille, and he made himself That's indispensable. True. And more importantly, somehow, he every time he got a shot mm-hmm. with Le Bleu, he. He made it work. Mm-hmm. He impressed. That's and when true. he impressed, he gets on Qatar because there is any number of decent midfielders that you could put in there. They have a little injury crisis. Mm-hmm. But um, I just need, wanted to shout out that mop-haired man. That's true. And that's a great shout. And yeah. my last shout in the podcast is, is people. Before I say, according to Football Manager, the top six best players in the world for Football Manager, comment down below. Who do you think is number one, two, and three before I say it? Okay? Ah, I gave you the chance to do that. Okay. So now I'll say, who do you think is number one for football manager? So this is top rated? Top rated best player in football so manager. You need, I need to know, is it current ability or is it potential? I'd say current ability, okay. this player. Because potential, I'd put Endrick. <laughs> current ability, and, and, top and, player. Oof. And Hendrik, man. If it's potential, like he is in football manager, I think the best solids. Next to the likes of Mbappe and Haaland. So yeah. that says a lot. So top current ability. Uh, oh, boy. Is, br- it, is it? It's, it's the Bruyne. Bruyne. I was going to Oh, I should have just. The Bruyne. So number two. Okay. Number two. Uh, Haaland? Uh, he's M- fourth. Mbappe. 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 So the Bruyne is first. Uh, according to football manager, Kevin, yeah. De Bru- Kevin De Bruyne is the best player. Yeah. Mbappe is second. Lewandowski's third. Uh, oh. Current ability? Yes. Holland I mean, fourth. Wow. Salah fifth. And sixth is for Karim Benzema, the Ballon d'Or winner. Mad. Mad. That's and, and tenth. Lionel Messi's in tenth current huh. ability. And Ronaldo is a hundredth. A hundredth. What are they smoking where Messi is tenth, tenth in current ability? And behind Salah this yeah. season? And where, wait, where's Neymar? He must be. I didn't. I just got into top six, but Neymar, I like hope 35th? he's the seventh. I not. <laughs> oh, okay, I hope okay. he's the seventh man because if he isn't, that's uh, yeah, they're in the seems mud. Seems a man. little weird, but then again, then again, <laughs> what a game! <laughs> what by a the <laughs> way, I, I love. I I can't I play it anymore. I don't have enough it. time, but when I love I, that game. When I was a youngster, I used to play like mad out with a youngster, like ten years ago. <laughs> he's a youngster. I, I'm still. I'm still young. <laughs> <laughs> But, like, 10 years ago, like, on PSP, I'd even play Football Manager. And a lot of credit, like, with players. Hakitic, I remember. Patu. Uh, Pjanic, too, at Lyon, I remember seeing him go up. Okay. Suarez was at Ajax. People forget. Yep. Like, so, yeah, man. Great credit to Football Manager. I'm going to age myself here. <laughs> but I remember the days of picking up Freddie Adu. Oh. I remember the days of picking up Robbie Keane. I loved, and I it loved was, that. And, and you remember the days it was called Championship Oh, manager. yeah, Championship Manager. <laughs> I was almost heartbroken because for a long time it couldn't play on PCs in the U.S. And then oh. they, re- re- they released a U.S. version. Oh, good on And them. it was the best thing ever. I wasted I wouldn't say wasted, (laughs) but I spent so much time growing up. Just anyway, World Cup is here. Yes. World Cup is here. We have a lot of content coming. Uh, We're going to be doing podcasts throughout it, obviously, too. But Mm -hmm. if you have any other ideas, please put them in the comment section. 
we are open. Uh, I can't stay in Portugal eternally, uh, so we will go back to my grainy little face via Zoom. But I, I have enjoyed my time here at Portugal, oh, and uh, I, I can't wait to come back. And we are going to go bold many more times, people. Yeah. So please make sure you go bold and like this video on the first live podcast of Bredson here at FC Wonderkid, people. Thank you. Thank you for listening until now. And thank you for going bold, community. See ya.